Pedantic Head Radio, the podcast that tries to explain fictional worlds using science. I'm Simon. And I'm Jeff. Jeff. Simon. Picture, if you will. Uh, Okay. uh, Blank canvas. What do we got? (laughs) Uh, You are naked, running through... All right, easy, done. Running through a forest in, in the English countryside, okay? You're getting scary close to my life goal well then obviously your life goal is to become a fairy not a fairy like uh, well uh, cryptid like but close the insult a fairy like a like a mytholo- mythological creature you know what i'm saying right oh yeah no that's that's what i assume okay good i was just i i said it and then i was like that might not be what i'm trying to convey <laughs> fair i mean i'm not terribly concerned about the other option either but yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be either. I just don't think. I, I just think it wouldn't be right. I mean, I just don't think it's right to call you that, whether or not you know. Right, right. I'm just with how you open a podcast with the most awkward joke <laughs> in existence. <laughs> well, I'm I'm just waiting for you to to continue building up my my uh, fantasy for my oh. end of life story. Oh, what do you, what do you think? Like so, so then you rest. You run through this woods naked, and uh, you know you you got right. that big old head, a big old melon on right. top of those shoulders, and someone sees you, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know what? They mistake you for a uh a fairy, like a a fairy, an actual fairy. I mean, they're like a lot of folklore creatures. When you like boil it down, like naked hairy men in the woods yeah. who will wrestle you that's exactly like, yeah that's <laughs> that's me in a nutshell I, i'm pretty sure i described exactly how most fairy myths go which is there's a naked hairy man with a big head in the woods. yeah uh-huh <laughs> it would also help as you have a beard and you if you had a head of hair you would fit the description even better i don't know how many mm-hmm. fairies are bald uh I, I mean, assume. it depends on the fairy, I guess. Yeah, or like you know, I you know, I, I you know, it's hard to tell because like we don't have any other homonyms, homin- uh, not humanoids, you know that that are kind of exist nowadays. So it's kind of hard to like map male pattern baldness and things like that onto like other human-like creatures. I don't think monkeys have like a pattern baldness. I don't know. Yeah, that'd never be looked to into ask. it. Something to ask the world. Something to ask a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go go up to. Well, I was about to say Coco, but she's dead. Um, a different monkey that and you not can depressing with. at all, <laughs> and be like, "Is there male pattern baldness in your race?" And Coco will be like, "I don't know. I'm a monkey. <laughs> can I have a pet kitten?" <laughs> um. By the way, I want to know that I did the hands. I did the hand signals the uh uh asl for male pattern baldness male pattern baldness of which i don't know i assumed (laughs) i assumed it was something like male like a beard i think maybe that's grandfather maybe that's father something like that uh no i think like male or boy or something a boy i know is the top of the the jawline or something right i don't remember it's like a ball cap um, and then I assumed pa- pattern, male pattern baldness was like male, and then I patted the top of my head. Maybe I was referring to a male yarmulke <laughs> or a fez. It's hard to say. 
Uh, yeah, no, I think you nailed it. It sounds like you're exactly right. That's why I assume the the ASL for I don't know ASL. I do. I wish I knew ASL. Anyway, the the, the subject today is uh, uh, Cornish or Celtic uh, fairy lore. Um, mm-hmm. This is the like these are like the OG like naked hairy men in the wood woods. It was, right. It was actively difficult to. Uh, to research this episode because i would find a word i don't know what it means because it's in celtic or welsh <laughs> and uh-huh uh and i'm like well maybe this one is cool and so I'll like put it into wikipedia and they'd be like oh no this is just a guy who like steals hats and that's all he does is steal people's yeah hats. i mean that's yeah that's a lot of uh a lot of fairy tale creatures. There's a there's a creature in Irish folklore that's called the joint eater, which I thought would be very funny. Turns out it's not. Uh, all it does is when you're eating your lunch, it sits next to you and eats half your lunch. <laughs> and to me, that just what is just a good like guy. I feel like I feel like a lot of these are just insults, right? Like they're just like like you joint eater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man, no, I'm You still angry about the reminded game? of No, I'm reminded of another uh like folk creature that doesn't fall within the purview of like Celtic creatures. And I'm very disappointed that we can't bring him up. Oh, shoot, is it the is it the, the Japanese turtles that got the bowl of water in their head? No, it's the uh, I forget what it, the original name is. What it translates to, Buttercat. But well, who is this? Where is this from? This sounds like a uh, nation. But... It's Nordic. Okay, uh, Smorkat. It's called. Weird. I love it. It's Weird. the best. They, but that for sure sounds like 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 Japanese forest spirit kind of thing because that's what like that whole a lot of the like animism. Oh that yeah, comes well. Out of, they have a whole thing where like if a object exists for like a hundred years or something it becomes oh yeah like sapient oh yeah like like japanese folklore is very cool but also you're like they mm-hmm. they for sure just like cherry <laughs> it's also the this is an um- umbrella that is hopping around yeah. yeah, yeah, they they for sure just like cherry pick the best folklore because there's so much because like every forest and there's a lot of forests in Japan. Every forest has a mm-hmm. spirit, <laughs> or like mm-hmm. I guess I would translate as spirit. It's whatever the the Japanese term for right. it's a little different from like the American idea of like they're actually like, pretty similar to like the Cornish like uh like uh like water spirits and things like that because that's kind of what it is in in. Celtic in in London or London in English folklore is that like every body of water of which there's a lot <laughs> there's a lot of bodies of water in England mm-hmm. uh, has like a uh several folklore stories about it uh, I think I was looking at, it wasn't the Selkies it was the uh, Kelpies yeah the Kelpies the water spirit of fo- f- Scottish folklore uh it is like attributed to every single, like every single body of water has a selkie associated with it, which is insane. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Good. 
So where do we want to start with uh with our so, myth creatures and folklore today? I've always heard that when you're building a narrative, right, you should kind of start small. You know, you have introductory into the world, right? And we did that. You know, uh-huh. these are <laughs> we did that yeah. by talking about other folklore. Creatures. Other folklore that we are more uh <laughs> that we know more about. <laughs> yeah. Um well, no, what I was going to say is um, we, so we have an introduction of the world. So the introduction of the world is you're in, in kind of pre-Roman or like, kind of like uh, uh, just Roman. Oh, what would that be called? I don't know. There's got to be a word for that, right? Like, but it's like, it's like around the time of like Hadrian's Wall and is it Hadrian's mm-hmm. Wall? Yeah, Hadrian's Wall yeah. is the one that's up there and like uh i believe i it's not boudica which is what i always want to call it i believe it's budacia or budacia i'm mm-hmm. never quite mm-hmm. sure how to pronounce her name and like that kind of like era of like mystic like you know fanciful kind of uh english folklore um so this isn't like into the time of like king arthur this is like pre pre all that um right this is like stonehenge yeah it's like Stonehenge. yeah yeah like like times oh post druid so it's after stonehenge but it's before Mm, romans mm -hmm. um because i think it was the druids who built stonehenge right i and then before them is like the proto whatever anglos or Mm -hmm. something like that yeah there's a lot of people who have laid claim to england over the years yeah no there's (laughs) like up until they made a whole empire they did keep getting takeover takeover taken over the thing is is that the english the weird thing about english takeovers is that the they don't leave like they don't like they're not like the romans which like come (laughs) in and like kill a bunch of people and they're like now you pay us taxes and leave they like come in and they're like this is our land now now. we're going to oppress you Everyone dresses in white robes, and we will mate. And this is partly why I think English people are weird. Um, anyway, <laughs> the primary reason they are. I mean, yeah, it's it's influence. Like it's like the like before even America was like the melting pot. Uh, England was like the absolute like just like every conceivable thing in Europe was just like smashed into a very small island <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah um so here's a fun this is the one that i so i decided not to go with that structure so it's introduction to the world and now we're gonna go like you're supposed to do rising action and i think we should go peak action straight to the climax yeah straight to the top and then i want to see like a slow like decline <laughs> a right? real long falling action yeah i want just falling action i want i want zenith falling action I want I want this I want this podcast to be like like a nineteen like forty five to nineteen fifty like Russian film. Uh, okay. Very sad, like Potemkin. This is I want Potemkin. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But in podcast form, which is a movie everyone loves, right? Um, oh yeah, definitely a reference everyone understands. Everyone understands. Everyone's like, mm, yeah, seen that movie hundred times. Love it. <laughs> um. Anyway, so this is a this is a creature called a a Phalanus. A sorry, I love my God. Thank you, Wikipedia, for giving me <laughs> phonetic uh, spellings. Fa inish, 
Fáinish. Um, it is a a dog from Irish uh, the Irish literature and epics. It uh, and this is why I chose this because I think it is it is the craziest description I've ever seen for a creature ever. Mm-hmm. Um, the hound uh, was invincible in battle. Okay. Caught every wild beast mm-hmm. it encountered. Awesome. And could magically change any running water it bathed in into wine. <laughs> uh, I, I, like, I just, I love that. That, like, it's such a, a leap to, like, oh, also it can do this. Also, it's, yeah, like, it's, it, they could have just left it and been like, this is a war dog that's just, like, unbelievably strong. But they're like, no, it also makes wine. <laughs> right oh yeah so it's it doesn't really have a gender um which is important because of the of translational things in in irish um and i'll use irish and probably celtic interchangeably i know they're not deal with it um (laughs) they're actually like not even close uh but i don't know i don't i think again like i said they're kind of all like a giant mess up there um, and but like, what's crazy about this I mean, also is that like yeah, the I'm wine sure isn't like a like Jesus Americans turns water to wine in like one story, right? This dog, yes, this well, and the thing with this dog, uh, it says running water. It looks like so it's not like just still water that's bottled. It's like turning like downstream river into wine. You know that a- ancient Jerusalem bottled water. Well, I mean, they have cisterns I guess they do stuff. have, like, bottles and water. I guess they could have. It's, <laughs> what? it's funny, a funny thing to think about. What is a cistern, if not a big bottle? That's a good point. I, you know what? I think I should put that in my resume. Knows that a cistern is just a big bottle. <laughs> just a, a quote. <laughs> aquifers other big bottles it's all bottled water <laughs> uh yeah so it's running water and then it also this this occurs several times so i kind of want to start off with um is it, it is a dog um mm-hmm. it, it does exist it seems like it's really just like an exist that works or wow that is that was not a sentence um, yeah, I mean, you tried your best, and I and exists that works. Yeah, I that's, appreciate that's, you for it. Uh, but it's so I was gonna say it doesn't seem to it doesn't seem to really come um, from too much too many places. Like it doesn't really seem to have like an origin of why it has these powers. Um, okay, so I think we just have free reign to be like, why is this dog invincible, but only in battle? Uh, so it could die of old age, it could die of cancer, <laughs> um, but. If you stab uh-huh. it, and you're in, I don't know. Do would you consider a duel? What a if it or? is fighting all the time? Like it, it knows it's old, and it's like you know what? I'm just gonna keep fighting. It just gets real mad. Can it? Is it still like that? It can die hmm. of old age while fighting, or that is it? Is it like the the fighting that makes it undying? That is a crazy edge case. That I love. Be um, <laughs> like, if the dog is like thirty years old and it's fighting, does it die of old age? 
because it doesn't <laughs> die from a i would say i would say it's invincible in battle i think when it's in a fight it does not die i think it's the fight that makes it invincible. okay so as soon as the battle's over it dies tragic why did we open up this episode 20 minutes in with dead dogs? I told you, because I don't want I don't want rising action. I want Zenith <laughs> falling action. Just dead dogs right out the gate. <laughs> um okay. So did you forget the whole Potemkin thing? We're, I <laughs> You know, I did. Um so we're we're starting with how being in a fight makes it invincible. Yes. Okay. So what are things we know about fights from all the fights we've been in? <laughs> uh, I mean, fights with dogs? I don't know. Actually, I've probably been in more fights with dogs than I have been. I, I did work at a dog kennel. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you fought them every day. Um, I don't think I don't think that really like I wasn't like in a ring with a dog that would be a immoral. Uh, but dogs have come after me quite a few times, <laughs> mm. and I still love them. They're they're God's gift to world. <laughs> every every one of those bitey bitey little pups that came after oh, you. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, so yeah, what about fights? Um, Dude, we got like an adrenaline. Adrenaline. You get all jacked up on anger jacked up on anger well that's what i'm thinking like like maybe right i'm just it's just too mad to die it's just too mad to die well i'm thinking more like maybe it's that like well a, um, documented anecdote you, okay so there's a little film you know it's it's uh not very well known and i'm pretty sure it's called jump no it's not called jump what is the name of this film um see i'm not sure if it's like actually a, a little known film or if you're going like oh what's it called like jump something jump oh no uh lord of the rings that's it well no what it's actually called is crank um and it's bizarre how i had to find this so i couldn't remember the oh what is that okay <laughs> I like. I think I remember this movie. You remember every? I think it's the. Yeah. No, I. I'm trying to remember. So it's yeah. No, it's the same thing. Where like if he stops being, like, hopped up on like adrenaline or something, he just dies. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's like it's like speed, but for his heart rate. Right. Speed being the film with Keanu Reeves. And a bus or and something a bus right? and a very young sandra bullock no so here's the thing mm. here i'm just a little a little diatribe not diatribe was aside a little aside. i forgot the name of this film i forgot the <laughs> a name. little aside now that we've talked about the subject for three minutes i think it's fine i forgot the name of the film i forgot the name of jason okay. statham the lead actor in it i remembered right. that Amy Smart is in this film. And that is how I found it. I had to look through Amy Smart's <laughs> um, uh, like movie, uh, not discography, but filmography. And I was like, yeah. what has she been in? And the answer is everything. <laughs> um, but Crank is the one that comes up the highest. So that's what I'm thinking. Like, maybe it's like, maybe he's got like a heart 
that will die if it like it's like better than a normal heart like it's an invincible heart but it has to be okay. operating at a certain temperature or like heart rate for it to be working like maybe it's a robot dog <laughs> well like the thing it like it would still work like it would have to still work even if it's not fighting though mm, but i'm saying maybe it or is it like once it gets over a threshold there's like a a feedback loop where it can't stop or something well well what i'm wondering is maybe maybe it's like this kind of like a weird um this is a little yeah i'll be fine with it um it, it'll be awesome and everybody will love it and i'll be like you're right guys um so uh-huh. i'm wondering if it's like the difference between aerobic and anaerobic so like maybe when it aerobically respirates it produces um like like uh uh what's the word uh like tannins tannins yeah it makes a very i kind of like that <laughs> but um <laughs> i was thinking more it produces like byproducts that are toxic to it i mean when it anaerobically okay uh uh respirates it consumes those toxins right and it doesn't produce toxins okay. so i'm saying like it burns better anaerobically than it does aerobically which is the opposite of what we normally think of cell respiration occurring but that way, when it's like right. hyped up, it's like you know doing a really good job. I pretty much what I'm saying is that I didn't need to bring up Crank. <laughs> uh, and yet here we yeah. are. Yeah, no, I I think I like that as a basis to work off of. Well, what I really like about that is that it connects to the wine bit, right? Because mm-hmm. if it can cleanly anaerobically, um, essentially ferment. Or 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 uh, oxidize its its energy. Um, maybe what it does is, is it produces wine as a byproduct, and so like its pee is wine. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. That's a great tie-in. Its pee is like yeah, because it's like that's what that is. It's an anaerobically <clears throat> digested grape to form mm-hmm. ethanol over uh, CO two. I do too. I think this is a great idea. Yeah, I'm I'm down for I that. I don't know. I, like, I mean, I, like I don't know that how it works. Able to tie that into later. Well, I mean, it's not like that's the whole point of the podcast or anything. But um, yeah, I don't know how that would work either, unless it has like. I mean, my guess is real weird mm-hmm. kidneys, right? It's got like what? It says real weird kidneys. Well, real the real kidneys is what you think. It's the kidneys that are the thing that are just doing it. Weird. Well. Well, I mean, for like the the final uh, fermentation, I guess, mm. <laughs> where it's it's cleaning everything up and like, yeah, maybe it's like kidneys are better at, at treating. So what I was thinking, what I was thinking yeah. was, it was more along the lines like it doesn't it doesn't have like an oxygen based um, like respiration. Instead, it has something that is like a sulfur or a water-based respiration um which is kind of what like landfills have that's how landfills okay this is what uh i know (laughs) but like that's like it's like it's something like like they have like uh what what are they called heterotrophs heterotrophic uh respiration i think that's the word i'm looking for um i don't 
know if that's what you're looking for. I I believe. Oh no, it's not what I'm looking for. Heterotroph has to do with carbon. Yeah, I'm no, trying to think of the troph would be okay. It's whatever. It's like methanogenesis. It's whatever methanogenesis and like the later forms of oxidation are. And I don't remember what okay. they are. But there's like ways to get energy in sure. effective ways using like uh, oxygen that's attached to like nitrogen or sulfurs. Um, and so it's like it's like they're operating and anaerobically but not anoxically which is the very dry way of saying the cool thing i said earlier <laughs> right yeah um so yeah i guess then when it's not fighting it's dying it's, otherwise it's just fine yeah, yeah and i don't like invincible i think is also relative like you could say that, like, yeah Genghis like as Khan far as anyone can tell until but like died. So <laughs> right, yeah. As far as anyone can tell, it was invincible in battle because it was just finally living and not slowly dying when it's not in battle. I mean, and even if you don't like our previous scientific, that's a great, great philosophical explanation. <laughs> you know, we're all we're right? all just we're all dying until we're in battle, and then we're finally living. We're all invincible till we're in battle, and that's when we that's when we write our mark on the world is in battle. Very kind of Nordic Valhalla idea of, of <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Especially, especially weird to come out of largely a pacifist. Yeah, yeah. Somebody who like you know doesn't really you know fight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, no. I probably fought. I definitely fought more than you. I'm I'm a martial artist, or I was. I mean, I've practiced martial arts also, and have sparred and have been in fights, but I. Generally, would rather not be in fights. I feel like we should fight. I each think other. there's better ways to handle the situation. Last time I was in a fight, uh, like a real fight, not like a spar, I uh, mm-hmm. fish hooked the person, killed him. No, God, no, God, that'd be funny though. <laughs> uh, no, I fish hooked the dude, and it was not cool, and I regret it to this day. Yeah, and I, yeah, I can imagine that. Yeah, it feels bad to do that. He was a, he was a good friend of mine. And I was. It was or is? I missed he, that. He uh, is a good friend of mine. Uh, okay, yeah, good. He, I think he lives in LA now. Anyway, get rid of this. I wonder <laughs> if he remembers that. Oh, he doesn't because I asked him about it. He doesn't remember it. <laughs> Forgot about that. Um, so here's a fun. Here's a next one that I think is fun because it's come up now in a couple of different mm-hmm. DD games that I'm in, uh, which is the 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 mm-hmm. selkie. Everybody knows the Selkie from that classic movie, Selkie. Selkie. <laughs> I think that is actually the name of it. It might be, yeah. There's like a really... Okay, there's also a movie called Selkie. I think it is the movie, this movie, though. When did it come out? 2000 Australia family fantasy film. I am like 90% sure that this is a movie I saw. And <laughs> uh, it was... Not good. Anyway. <laughs> so, Selkies. You know what Selkies are? Uh, They're little folks who live in water and also not in water. They probably trick people into drowning. Uh, no, you're thinking you're thinking of sirens. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm thinking a lot of fish-based... Uh, folklore i don't know if there is a 
I don't know if there is a like Irish version of a siren. There must be. But they don't have like manatees or anything like that to like confuse it with dolphins. <laughs> right. So uh the the Selkie is like the Irish version of a mermaid, apart from the actual mermaid that they have. Um it is a uh it is a seal. Um a sealed creature. Okay. Yeah. And when they come onto land, they shed their seal skin and walk around and like meet people and like do stuff. So the like commonly what happens is that the, there's like the story that they're very beautiful, and if you can steal their skin, they'll be stuck as a woman. Oh um, yes. And you can kind of like force them into relationships um, until they find their skin and escape. Not problematic at all. Yeah, it's not problematic at all. Just like all other folklore. Um, but what's kind of weird here is, and I, what I think we should address is, is is it just a woman in a in a submarine suit? Seal suit. Yeah. <laughs> Who just really likes water? I mean, I do like that. I do mostly like that. I like but... it too. I don't know, like, I feel obligated that we need to build up on that, but I do love the idea of just, like, yeah, no, I'd rather just not live on land and sometimes have to go and get, like, food and stuff, but otherwise I'm just going to go back home. I like that, too. In ocean. I think that that's great. I do think we think they have to have, like, a skin, obviously, that's, like, that's breathable, right? Or do you think... Like well, well, I guess I guess it's not. I I I misspoke. Not a breathable skin, like not a skin that they can breathe through, but like a skin that they can breathe okay. in, or like a skin that they can like like because if you think of a submarine, like you need to have mm-hmm. some way of like breathing underwater. Well, yeah, no, it like that's why. Well, part of why they go onto land, right? You think it's to like to to re refill the old skin tanks? Okay, so you think that they have like ballasts? Well, yeah. Well, the part of the issue with that is that like humans are neutrally buoyant, so like they would any air that they would include in themselves. Oh, they also get rocks. Man. They also bring rocks. No, that's fine. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. It is kind of weird that like every picture of a selkie is her naked and i've been looking for one where they're not naked and it doesn't exist i don't think <laughs> i mean sex sells even in old time it's true it's very true that is very true um and i like i like this idea too um that it's just people who just like live they just like the the idea of being they're just the first furries like they're but like even we're like like <laughs> not furries is in like the sense of like they they like I, this is different from furries furries don't live in animal skin um but like the first like what's the what's the word i'm trying to think of not like non-traditional lifestyle that makes me sound like i am a hundred years old <laughs> uh i don't like I don't even know what you're going. It's like, for. but you know what I'm saying. Like, it's like, it's like the people who are like, it's like nudist cults. It's like things like that, where they're like, "This is who I am. I'm a, I'm a seal person." Just like, yeah, 
And <laughs> oh shit, I just broke something. I should put this down before I break it again. Um, like I'm a seal person. <laughs> Further break it. Uh, I mean, is it like I'm a seal person, or just like the suit that was made, or something? I think that also like is made out of a seal or something. I think it is made out of a seal, right? I think they killed and wore seal skin, right? Hands down, right? But I think of course, it, obviously, yeah, I think it it has to be like that that like. They, but they like see themselves as being a seal, right? Like they have to. Like, why would they have to? Because, like, how else would you like? I mean, I think any, I think living as a seal would be so difficult that you would have to, you <laughs> would have to like wholly be wholly committed to the idea of being half like just a seal person in whatever context that means to you. Okay. Okay. And 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 that's what I'm, I think that they're like the they're like that's what I'm saying like they're like the first furries or the first nudists who are like no this is who I am like I am a seal person. That is who I am. That's my identity. Okay. I don't uh I feel like it doesn't need to be wrapped up that tightly. It could just be like I would rather not hang out with humans and live with fishes okay this sounds like we're saying the same thing but i mean like you don't have to self-identify as a seal to not enjoy humans just i often don't enjoy but you don't dress up in a seal skin and go live under the water you don't know that simon i okay that's true i don't know that but especially all this time out on land i need to leave my seal skin somewhere for the seal skin kind of story to like be true like for all the parts of it to be true you have to be able to find the seal skin and hide it to like control them and that feels very much like they have to have like it has to be a part of them (sighs) what this is this is the sound of jeff i mean i guess otherwise they could just like no it's not the sound of jeff being defeated it's like i mean they can just go and get another seal suit but it might be difficult to come across seal suits so it's just easier for them to like find the one that they already had that's been hidden i but i don't know i just i don't see how like the like your identity has to be wrapped up into it like you could just be like leaning into the mythology and well not mythology that feels too on the nose being a mythological creature um you could just like be leaning into the story so people like largely leave you alone or something gotcha so you what you think of selkies i think these are just anti-social people uh it's very difficult to hear i can hear myself through your audio and i keep thinking you're trying to talk to me (laughs) and then i realize (laughs) i i don't i just don't shut up um is it you hearing yourself through my audio or you hearing yourself through your monitor? Uh, it's your audio because it's not it's not very crisp. Okay, because it'd be funnier to me. Yeah, uh, the other way. Anyway, yeah, it's fine. It's just I just it's something that keeps happening to me and it's very disorienting. Um, what I think is, I mean, so you're seeing Selkies as like almost as like a. a fictitious in themselves like you think of them as being something that people are actively using to avoid people 
Yes, like, that sounds like, ideal Like, making me. your house seem haunted so that no one knocks on your door. Yeah. Gotcha. Like Steve Buscemi from Monster House. I couldn't tell you. Let's go with yes. Well, yeah, uh, that's my trap. That's not what Steve Buscemi does in Monster House. <laughs> in Monster House, his wife dies in the house and then inhabits the house. And that is what, and he tries to keep kids off his lawn so that the monster house doesn't eat the kids. So, egg on your face. I guess we're just going to have to agree to disagree. <laughs> I mean, you are wrong about it. Yeah, I mean, like, we're not what? about Steve Pichemi. Yeah, you were wrong house. about that. Um, Which is a, a crime against <laughs> cinema. I mean, yeah, I was wrong about that, but also said I had no idea what you're yeah. talking about. Um, yeah, but realistically i don't think we're too far apart from each other on this i just think i just think it has like a deeper meaning to the people who are doing it but that's just me yeah like i recognize that and i feel like that doesn't make or break the the explanation that we've made i guess so i guess so really what we're deciding is that people just kind of made suits with and then put rocks in them slam around the water this yeah sounds kind of pleasant <laughs> um okay so the next one probably the last one because we spent a long time arguing about selkies sorry people um i always hate it when uh, like (laughs) podcasters like go off on tangents and like never come back to the main question or story and it takes forever it's annoying um that's the one time we've been on task is when we were arguing about i mean we are on task because selkies is the question um Here's the person so what's next? I want to know about a banshee. So, uh, for people who don't know what a banshee is, um, banshees mm-hmm. appear, they tend to appear in like battlefields or graveyards and they scream at you. But what the who they scream, they scream the name of a family member who's about to die, um, mm-hmm. which is really creepy. Uh, there's a couple of different, like, normally they're women. Um, but, like, my question is, is how do they predict or know the death of a, of a family member? How do they know who to look out for? So is it... It's not like their family member, it, right? Yeah, not the banshees. The banshees don't have family members; they're fairies. Um, but it's it's whoever they're seeking. They're right. heralding the death of a family member for the person they're screaming at. Yeah. Okay, so like, so like if I were to scream at you and I'd be like, "Your dog Zippers is dead, is going to die," and you'd be like, "Oh no." zippers you would run home so would you be screaming like your dog zippers or just like zippers or like the whole like zipper hey bud zippers i think it's just i think it's just zippers here let me read this irish account uh okay it doesn't get into that much detail um (laughs) okay yeah i i believe it would just be like screaming zippers at you okay um hmm and it seems like it's it's a warning is this just and well 
uh, is it just like Battlefield stuff? Or is it like also, hey, you are also doing a thing that might kill you? Uh, well, here's the thing. It could be a family. It's a family member, so it's not you. So if you're on a battlefield and you're like, you know, rooting around, pe- stealing people's shoes, um, mm-hmm. uh, the banshee might be like, you know, your uncle Jeff. Like, Jeff. Jeff. Jeff, I just realized that's your name. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I was waiting for you to, like, uh, untangle if it's yelling your name or someone yeah. else's so name. So it'd be like, um, So, yeah, it's yelling at you a family member's yes, name. and then that family member will die soon. Um, it doesn't seem like the Banshee causes the death, but that the Banshee predicts the death. Okay. Is it... Hmm. Is it creepy? Yes. I want to (laughs) i want to just disregard the whole creepiness of it and be like maybe it's someone sent to just inform the family that like oh hey so someone like you know uncle uh patrick got a real bad cut in that war he's fighting uh we don't know how to clean infections He's going to die, but they're just like real, like over enthusiastic about their job. They just yell Patrick at you. Okay, okay. So you you see them as like, I like this because I like they're almost like they're like a uh, an ancient uh, like candy gram or something, but about someone's death. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what's the name of the What's the name of the gram where they sing to you? Shopagram. Uh. I don't know, but Candy Graham connected it in my mind, Good. so I'm just gonna go Good. with that. Well, that's what I think. I think so. It's like it, I, 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 I agree with this. That's how I think it would be, uh, and like I think it's just the delay, right, between the the like person being sick and almost dead, and you sending a Candy mm-hmm. Graham to someone and being like, tell them they're dead. Uh, that you have the the idea that like oh no they predicted the death when actually they were just like oh no they're on death's mm-hmm. door and you just arrived and they died right oh and this works in more if it's often about um like people dying through like conflict and war because like there's a lot of people who die in conflict and war especially back in olden oh, yeah. times so like this messenger is busy. They don't have any more time than to yell the oh, person's yeah. name oh, yeah. at you and like go on to the next oh, person. Yeah, yeah they're just like Patrick. Like Candy Grandma. Other Irish name. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> we got a real deep well of one male Irish name. I don't know. Uh, uh, Sean is another Irish name. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I think the, the Irish, it's easy to do Irish last names to do irish first names you just add an o or no actually you just do add a mc mclafferty mm, mm-hmm. yeah you got it you know what i'm talking about yeah i yeah. like this i think that works i'm liking this fall in action it's very comfortable <laughs> uh it's okay. not a lot of conflict now so how about we do how about we do one more <laughs> we got all the conflict out of the way with uh uh banshees exactly. or not banshees selkies and we got the dog's death out of the way with the f- whatever it was, fawnish. Um, 
Mm-hmm. So the mm-hmm. next one, I think the last one we should do is the is the Enbar, Einbar. Um, it is a uh, horse that can traverse both land and sea, and was swifter than the wind speed. So I'm taking wind speed. Just a real fast horse. Oh, you, so you think he's just fast enough to run on water, like like Flash from uh, from The Incredibles, from Flash, from Flash Gordon, Gordon who is not um, very fast. <laughs> <laughs> uh i mean it could also just be uh deceptively shallow water hmm. so you think like that magic trick where people like walk over the glass as long with water yes mm. i like that uh-huh i feel like you would have to be very specific about the horse and where you brought it because you know we got i mean if you're doing a magic they didn't trick, have horse yeah. perspective back then right because they didn't have cameras so you can't do that trick you can't do any trick. Oh my god, the Lord of the Rings could not have existed back then. Because you wouldn't be able to have hobbits and uh, a, a very tall wizard. Uh, right, or film. That too. <laughs> but I think, I think Forrest's perspective was more important than the film, right? I think everyone agrees with me. Uh, yeah. Um. So that's why... I th- Sorry, I'm looking up my favorite, one of my favorite, like, medieval examples of art. Um, because people were, like you said, people were bad at perspective. Right? No, I said there's no forced perspective because you don't have... Yeah, well, they were also bad at they perspective. Were. Uh, it didn't automatically embed the That's picture. fine, I can click on it. Well, hey, look at that link in Discord and enjoy describing that to the people. I mean, I know what it's supposed to look like. I think it's supposed to be a man stabbing a horse, but it's the horse is facing you. But because of exactly the reason um, uh, Jeff is describing that they're just bad at perspective, the horse looks more like a potato with six legs. (laughs) Which I think. It's very. So good. It's I love it. Not, it's a very bad picture. Uh, not even like if you were to look at a horse, like the image you would see, because you could see where the horse's legs come down in front, but to this artist, the horse's legs are still behind its neck, which is not how horses work. <laughs> no, it isn't. Uh. Anyway, I go accept your first perspective solution. For the reasons detailed, no cameras. So it, it can't just be like real shallow water because okay. someone can get in the water next to it. That's not much of a that's not much of a magic trick. Fair. <laughs> so what is your uh, uh alternate um, hypothesis? Well, after my computer stops going crazy, I'm gonna explain it to you. And it has. It is uh I think that uh 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 the Ein bar has really it doesn't have an alternative. Perfect. Horseshoes. Or your mic stopped working and I can't hear you in Discord anymore. Also, they're really bad at doing cat faces. I'm going to stop sending you. Oh no! Did I lose Jeff? I think I lost Jeff. Medieval art pictures of cats. Uh, J-Man, ask you no, on Discord talking. if your mic is working. Or maybe it's just me. Did I unplug myself? I may have unplugged myself. And or audio working on your end. 
because I can't hear you. Well, Simon's gone forever. But am I recording? That's the good question. I am recording, so my microphone is on. Huh. Weird. Oh, wait. Oh, are we back? Are you back? I can hey, hear you now. that was weird. Whoop. Goodbye. Hello. Hey, it's always good when we got that little diatribe. We'll, we'll talk into each other in the middle of it. Um, well, I think that, I think, did you hear my uh, my awesome solution? <laughs> uh, no, actually. And when you run back this audio, you're going to hear me gloating about how you don't okay, have an alternative always, solution. Okay, that's always good. How mine must be correct then. Um, and then I realized that you so just my, didn't my have your mic working. My solution is that the N-Bar has really buoyant horseshoes. Okay. So, yeah. like, it's got crazy buoyant. What is it? Are they, like, running? Yeah, because they're, like, super swift and, like, running across the water. Yeah. So it'd be hard for them to, like, keep No, they got four legs, my dog. Run across water. I'm saying, like, they have, so, they have like, they have, like, incredibly buoyant horseshoes like <laughs> <laughs> buoyant enough yeah. to keep a horse and rider aloft or even better um this also is how they run so fast uh their feet fire jets of like steam like they're really hot <laughs> they're really hot and they they when they run they Fire jets of steam. Okay. And that's what propels them forward. And what allows them to stay on water. Because they got... Yeah. So where do these otherwise it's alive the water living burn. horses they got, they keep all of their steam? Water. And they got hot feet. Yeah. Oh, so they just got and hot they're feet. They're hot all together. Okay. That's it. And so it like... <laughs> I'm trying to, trying to imagine if... Like making like the because hmm, if they're that hot, like the water would be boiling off before like their foot touches what it. What are you talking about? So you have a like, so you have a a horse body full of water, right? Jumping off like a like an envelope of steam or something. There you go. You got hot feet. Well, I mean, right? most bodies are full of water. You got little holes in those feet, and you got a horse. <laughs> okay. Oh, no, so it's no, the the no. horse's the steam. I thought it was steam. like the water. And the horse steam. is generating the steam. That's why the horse is to drink so much water. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're hot. Okay. Okay. So this is just horses. a particular yes. breed of They're horse. They're called the hot-footed hot hot horses, horses because the naming convention in, in my fictitious okay. world is the same as the naming convention in Breath of the Wild, where they just describe what they are. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Idea. Uh, <laughs> you got a problem with that? I think my idea is better than your idea, because my idea is cooler. Um, I mean, I do, but you keep coming up with more ridiculous explanations uh well what's really I don't crazy know if i want to see how deep this that, rabbit hole of explanations um, goes have you ever seen the like heat engines that you can do with like like uh tea candles crucible do you know what a tea candle is <laughs> yes well no i like it what you describe seems 
very familiar yeah, it's to just me, a sense but I don't that, know like, if I with, with 100% hot air, remember them. You, you create like a force forward where it sucks in from one side and then blows out. I, that's what I'm describing, but for a horse mm-hmm. in a very extreme context. Yeah. And I think the horse, but horse the horse's size. heat is in the hooves. That way it doesn't burn the rider. Sure. Because I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. Right. Exactly. That, well, I mean, that's the most important consideration for the horse. And I think that not this, upsetting the this human breed rider. of horse, um, I think, is, uh, is genetically selected for, right? Um, much, like a, much like the domestic dog. Uh, to have very hot hooves. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, yeah, there would definitely be some artificial sense. selection leading into this. Yeah, yeah. hundred uh, hundred degrees. Hot, hot feet horse. Hondo hooves. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you beat me to it. I was inhaling to make that exact joke. Which, yeah, exactly. It's what it is. I I win. <laughs> I, that. I think we've come with worse things. I think how's that? Yeah, but this is a little similar to our My Little Pony. We've definitely come up with um, worse things. Feel sad. I figured not. No. Nope. Oh well, I don't remember that episode. I don't it's, listen to our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we got you. Got oh, that's not true. Yeah, we got you. Guys. A handful we of got people our listeners. Do. They love us. I see the numbers. Our failing, our failing uh, audio. Hey. We didn't have any goals in mind, hey. so no, you're just full. You're, you are just chock full of philosophical, just gold, little gold nuggets today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Every if, if every you don't now have then, any goals, you know the uh, inspiration strikes. <laughs> the yeah, really, <laughs> the touchstone for any depressed individual. Uh, although, also, no, that's not true. Um, because there'd be often times when I was like deep in depression where you just like sit down and just like be like, I wish I could just melt into the world around me and cease to exist. So sometimes not. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, <laughs> thanks for listening. Yeah. <laughs> now that we've hit the action rock square. bottom of falling action. Yeah, just a set. Yeah, just a <laughs> Um depression we're on uh the internet at pedanticandwavium.com we're on itunes we're on other podcasting things we're yes. on youtube we're on right twitter <laughs> uh yep correct what's up oh yeah he forgets that we're on twitter because i do all twitter. the stuff on twitter i and forgot we're on no twitter one also on twitter um yep. i'm bad at i'm bad at social media man listen <laughs> it can't Exactly. I mean, exactly. I'm worse at Listen, it. if you change, that's why you. It, this is it. how I think all businesses should be run: changing the person who is bad at something to the person who is slightly <laughs> less bad at it until you succeed. That's how it works. I know. And listen, it's called incremental improvement, bud. Just need a yeah, exactly. You just need a few more people to that, join us. That on the always podcast. is good. Adding more people, trick them to into the running podcast. Twitter. You just you, you don't you just it's good. Everyone loves it. It's good. Right. Um, I'm exhausted. I'm so tired right now. I've I... <laughs> well. Yeah, that thanks to Joe like Subject for good excuses. I need to, to sign off. 
Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, also, I forgot what like, Fletcher uh, going to say is you should uh, like and subscribe to us, which you should department. do, and leave reviews, which you should also do. Oh, and also the call to action. Yeah. Uh huh. And which you should also do. Um, and give us show suggestions. But a word of wisdom. Which you should also um, do. What was the What was the first thing you said? What was the first good good little nugget of philosophy? <laughs> yeah, uh, it was the. Yeah, that's that's it. We're all we're all just like living. One? We're not living until we're fighting. And that was the gist of it. I think that what you should uh, you should take that to your grave or uh, right something tattoo like it on that. yourself. Uh, and that way you'll yeah you'll never forget <laughs> it. Like much like um, tattoo it on yourself just like everywhere. you're uh, Jack Nicholson from The Shining. I like my references. You know Jack Nicholson from The Shining. He like scratches what? everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I, like uh, uh, I'll work and no play. Makes does he tattoo Jack things on himself? Sad boy or something like that. I don't. I think he just. There you go. Typed well, I read. I saw the movie. So for pages and pages and pages. <laughs> All right. Good night, everybody and listeners. Uh, I guess there's a lot Particularly of overlap on in, that, his, in those two uh, lists. Um, but be crazy if there you, wasn't an overlap. No how much overlap there just was. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, we will see you it's and true. speak to you the next I'll be, time. I'll be recording from my third or fourth different city. This will be fun. <laughs> yeah. Audio <laughs> quality never deteriorates. Nothing can possibly go wrong. Nope. <laughs>